0: Hello and welcome to the Flourishing Church podcast. I am your host Joy Jones, and we are so excited that you've decided to tune in today. We have an awesome podcast episode in store. We encourage you to share this and invite your family members and friends to tune in. If you are listening for the first time, welcome. We would love to connect with you. You can connect with us on our social media or email us at info@flourishingchurch. At Continuing on with the 20 Wonderful Series, Pastor Israel Campbell has an inspiring message for us all, so let's get to it.
1: Good morning, Flourishing Church. Come on, we are on part four of our series, 20 Wonderful. What an incredible theme that we had coming from 2020, believing that 2021 was going to be wonderful. And how many of you would say, it has already been a struggle to declare it. We are speaking those things that aren't as though they are. But I think it's an incredible theme, and an incredible vision to have for 2021 that we are believing God is going to do wonderful things. Let me just jump right into the scripture. It's actually found in Numbers chapter 10 verses 29 through 30 says this that one day Moses said to his brother-in-law Hobab son of Raul the Midianite We are on the way to the place the Lord has promised us. For He said, I will give it to you. Come with us and we will treat you well. For the Lord has promised, check out this word, He has promised wonderful blessings for Israel. But Hobab replied, no, I will not go. I will return to my own land and family. Let's pray. Father God, I just pray right now for this opportunity as we get into your word and we talk about what you promise, that you promise wonderful blessings. And we're believing that in twenty. 20- One. Twenty. Wonderful. So now, God, we pray You'd open up our eyes, open up our ears, and speak to us by Your Spirit so that we don't just watch this clip and go on about our business not being changed. But, God, we pray Your Word would increase our faith. Your Word would renew the way we think. It would renew our minds and we also pray, Father God, like your servant said, that your word would keep him from sinning against you. We know as we're reading this and getting this in us, it will keep us from doing the wrong thing and will help us walk in your purpose and destiny. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. I love this passage of scripture. Moses is actually saying, come on, this year is going to be 20 wonderful, and his brother-in-law said, nope, not going to do it. And today I want to talk about how it's so easy at times to settle for less than wonderful. I can remember when we first launched the church here in the South Bay, we were trying to figure out every week we were loading in and loading out and we had to figure out how were we going to do that. Are we going to get a trailer? Are we going to get a truck? Are we going to rent a storage unit? And we came up with, hey, we're going to buy a truck and the truck would have a lift and we would just put everything in the truck. And I I am telling you, we bought the uh, the most whacked out truck you would ever see, and I think we found it on Craigslist. It had a salvage title, and uh, I'll never forget, like, Ian and Mike Pinnell would be driving it, and I remember one Sunday, we couldn't even get it started, and they they figured out that if they got a hammer and they hit the alternator, it would start, so from then on, every Saturday, on Sunday, there would be a hammer in the truck, and they'd have to pull it out and hit the alternator. I can remember somebody lost the key, and uh, we were trying to figure out where it was, and, and He had said, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't need a key to start anyhow. Sure enough, the the ignition had been broken and he could just start it without the key. And uh, in fact, uh, once we moved into our building, we didn't really use it. We parked it in the church parking lot and somebody broke in and stole that truck. And uh, when I think about settling, I will never forget the time we settled for that piece of junk of a truck. I mean, it just gave us problems. Genesis chapter 12 is very interesting. It says in verse 1, uh, and it's a very famous portion of scripture, the Lord said to Abraham, leave your country, your relatives, your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless those that bless you, and I will and you will be a blessing to others. Uh, I will curse those that treat you with contempt, and all the families of the earth shall be blessed through you. Very, very famous portion of scripture about Abraham. Talking about the time where he left his family to go to the land that God had promised up the What we know later in Old Testament the promised land But there's a portion of scripture that is amazing to me that is in the chapter before and it says this one day Terah took his son Abram and his daughter-in-law Sarai his son Abram's wife and his grandmother Son Lot and moved away from Ur of the Chaldeans. He was headed for the land of Canaan, but they stopped at Haran and settled there. Terah lived for two hundred and five more years and died while he was still in Haran. Uh, Did you catch that? There's uh, Genesis chapter eleven says that Abraham's father was actually headed towards the promised land, but he settled in Haran. Now we read later that God gets a hold of Abraham and is like, hey, you guys settled. I want you to leave from that settling area and I want you to continue. I want you to go where your father had originally intended and I want you to go to Canaan because that's going to be the land that I'm going to bless that's going to be the land that your family is going to multiply. And I'm just thinking of here we are in 2021 and I was reading this in my daily devotions, and it just overwhelmed me where I said, God, I don't want to settle for what you have. I don't want to just settle and go, this is good enough. And I think with what we just went through in 2020 and now what we're going through in 2021 because when the calendar switched, everything magically didn't get better. But you and I are going to have to have an attitude and a mindset of, hey, even if this year begins tough, I'm not going to settle for anything less then wonderful. That is the prophetic promise. That is what I'm believing for. And you and I, come on, we're going to go there and we're not going to settle. So as I began to look at that, there was just some things that I thought, well, you and I at Flourishing Church, well, how do we not settle? And why did Terah settled. Why did Abraham's father, this patriarch of the faith, why did his father settle? And how can we use that as an example today in our faith, looking to our Savior Jesus, our Messiah, our promises that He promises us, how do we not settle for living a life that is less than what He is actually calling and asking us to live in. So there was a couple things that just really, as I studied and looked at it, just maybe could keep you and I from having a 20 wonderful year. The first thing that just came out as I was looking at the commentaries was the word pain. How many of you have Ever suffered some pain and if you haven't I hate to be the bearer of bad news but you will all of us as Christ followers the Bible says that it rains and on the righteous and the unrighteous and what that is saying is that life is difficult no matter if you have faith or you don't have faith but we've all experienced pain and the Bible says something interesting in Genesis chapter 11 verse 28 it says but Haran died in Ur of the Chaldeans, the land of his birth, while his father Terah was still living. So Abram had a brother. Terah had a son and he died uh, while Terah was still living. There was pain. So some theologians wonder, did Terah not fully possess, not fully acquire, not fully go after what God had promised him because of maybe some of the pain that he was facing in his own life. And I think about my own wife, Rachel. I think about so many different people in our church. I think about some of the difficulties that they face In 2020, and what could happen is the residual of the pain of the year before can actually keep us from actually possessing our prophetic promise of tomorrow because of the hurt and the pain of today. Now, I'm not saying in any way to uh, brush it off. I'm not saying, oh, it's not... That big of a deal. But what I am saying is we've got to become whole and healed so that we can keep on going. Pain is, and pain can actually paralyze us from being able to do what we are wanting or we need to do, that pain. And so I'm not minimizing it, not saying that it wasn't a difficult thing, but what I am saying is are you getting whole by God. Is your soul being healed? Because if it's not healed and it is still tender from 2020, it can keep you and I from possessing our future. And today what we're talking about is not settling. The second thing that came up to me is maybe they settled uh, in Haran instead of going on to their future because it was just so much, there was comfort. And uh, it, was, it was amazing to me because they had already try, uh, traveled 600 miles. They only had another 450 miles to go, but maybe Tara just simply got comfortable. It was better than where they were from. And isn't that easy? So far in 2021, we can look back at some of the things that we faced in 2020 and we can actually say, hey, 2020 was uh, terrible. At least 2021 isn't as bad and I'm comfortable with where I'm at. Instead of believing, come on, God could do something even more. He can do something Twenty. 20. Wonderful. In fact, uh, where Ur of the Chaldeans was, was really considered desert area, wilderness area. If you go to Haran, it was close to the Euphrates River. It was on a trading route. He could have just gone, hey, this is a lot more comfortable than where we are. Why should we move forward? And I just wanna challenge you today that come on, our God says this. Jesus says the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, John chapter 10, verse 10. But he says, I've come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. Not life so you can settle, but the word in there is abundant. To start believing that, come on. I don't have to settle in my marriage and just say, this is as good as it's going to get. Me and Ma, this is just as good as it gets, Pa. No, come on. With our relationship with our children, in our uh, career, maybe it's in our ministry, maybe it's for the church. Come on, whatever mindset that would try to come on you and I to just settle, we've got to make sure that we're not getting so comfortable that we're then not pushing forward to what God is saying. Come on, that's really good. There should be some emojis, some hand up, some claps, some amen, something, because you and I don't want to settle here in 2021. The other thing that uh, I think I've done this before is maybe Tara settled because of the fear of the unknown. Hey, why try to do something new when we know what this is and this is good enough? And can I tell you, Flourishing Church, we will not do that in 2021. As we're thinking about in the middle of a pandemic, it would be easy to just go, well, we don't know what's gonna happen, but can I tell you this week, I've been on phone calls with people looking at different properties, looking at other locations, looking at ways to do church bigger and better. Why? Well, I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. I mean vaccines and pandemics and and politics and all kinds of issues that we have. Wildfires in Southern California, all kinds of issues, and what we can do is just go hunker down and go, I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, so maybe I'll just stay safe where I'm at because I don't know what tomorrow is going to look like. And Tara could have done the exact same thing. Hey, let's settle here for Haran because I don't know what the unknown of Canaan is going to look like. Do you know what? That's not the way Christ has called you and I to live. We are not to just be uh, because of not knowing what tomorrow is just settling for. In fact, I love uh, what Hebrews chapter 11 verse 8 says about Abraham. It says this, by faith Abraham, when he was called, obeyed and went out to a place he was going to receive as an inheritance, he went out not knowing where he was going, So it's showing us a difference between Terah and Abraham. Terah settles in Haran because he doesn't know what tomorrow or what Canaan's going to be like. And instead, Abraham says, come on, I'm going to go. I am going to take my wife. I'm going to take Lot. And I'm not going to stay halfway. I'm going to go even though I don't know what's in the future. And we know the story of Abraham, how it was accredited to him, uh, faith, because he lived a life when it came to offering up Isaac, when it came to leaving Haran. He may not have known what was gonna happen, but he knew who his God was and what the God word is. Flourishing church, I wanna be like Abraham. I don't wanna settle. I want to move forward in faith, not because I know exactly what's gonna happen, but I do know who our God is. And I know that He wants to see revival in the South Bay. I know He wants to make marriages and families healthy. I know He wants to see people that are unsaved, those that are not believers, to become believers. And so we've gotta do whatever it takes to not stay comfortable and say, I'm not moving because I don't know what tomorrow is gonna happen. No, 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 we just keep on moving by faith, trusting that God has it. Last but not least, I would say, I wonder if uh, Terah settled in Haran because of his spiritual temperature. What do I mean by that? Well, we know the famous scripture verse found in Revelations where Jesus says to the church, I know your works, Uh, You are neither cold or hot, and I wish that you were either cold or hot. But because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. It's interesting, in the book of Joshua, chapter 24, verse 2, Joshua says, long ago, your ancestors, including Terah, the father of Abraham and Nahor, they lived beyond the Euphrates River and they worshiped other gods. That was interesting to me. Here we see Jesus talking about, never fully Uh, uh, Christians that never fully activate their relationship with Him. They're lukewarm and He says, "Ah, I don't want you. Then we find a historic thing that we didn't know when we read in Genesis. We didn't know about Terah that he was actually a guy that wasn't fully worshiping the Lord God like Abraham. It actually says that he worshiped other gods. There were other Things that were in his life that were more important than God. And I just think, flourishing church, that oftentimes we settle for less and it really has to do with our own personal relationship with God. And I can tell you as a pastor, man, I have good days spiritually, I have bad days spiritually, but I know when I'm not doing well spiritually, I don't have a come on flourishing church. Let's go possess. If I'm doing bad spiritually, I'm like, well, let's just make it. Let's just make sure we can pay the power bill. Let's let's just make sure. And I don't have vision. I don't have come on creative ideas. I, I just I settle in everything and that has a lot to do with my own spiritual life when I'm in my devotions when my worship is is uh, pushing forward, not worried about what anybody else thinks. If my prayer life is passionate, then I, I get away from those moments with God. I am ready to attack hell with a squirt gun. Come on, it all has to do with my spiritual life, my spiritual temperature. And if we are going to go into 2021 and see, come on, him do some wonderful things, our spiritual temperature has got to be higher and not lukewarm. I don't know about you, but I got back from that three-day fast and I am more in tune with the Holy Spirit. I am more fired up about God. I'm more passionate about the vision of what God wants to do at Flourishing Church. And I said to myself, you know what? I'm gonna mark my calendar now to do another three-day fast. I'm not gonna wait till 2022 to try to get my spiritual temperature right. I am focusing on it now because I know that as my passion for Him burns and I know that as I really am strong at seeking after Him, man, it changes everything. Everything changes when my spiritual temperature, that's what Jesus says. I wished you were hot or cold. Come on, refreshing like the cold Pacific Ocean or hot like the hot tub James Brown sang about. Come on, one of the two. But if you just lukewarm, just says, man, I, I, I don't want anything to do with that. And I think, flourishing church, I know after that time of fasting and prayer, man, I want to do that more often. I want to make sure that my temperature for God is not lukewarm, but it is either, come on, icy cold, refreshing, or come on, extra boiling, but nothing like a warm, lukewarm Coca-Cola that will just gross you out. And I think the same thing can happen with our Christianity so easy in this pandemic time to just kind of put Christ on the sideline, our spiritual life on the sideline. And what we have to do is even more engage. Come on, engage in our community groups. Come on, engage online. Make Sundays a priority. Watching the service, having a moment of worship, coming out if you're able to Saturday nights live worship, just worshiping with open heaven come on and just uh, with reckless abandonment just saying God I need you even though we got a neighbor looking out the window seeing what is going on at flourishing church come on church I don't want to settle I just want to close and declare come on this is going to be our year Moses says to his brother-in-law come on God has wonderful things and his brother-in-law says no I gotta get back to 2020. I gotta get back to how it's been and I don't wanna live that life and I don't want you to live that life. So I just wanna do two things. I wanna pray with you and then I wanna pray for you and then I also wanna pray with anybody that maybe spiritually you'd say yeah, I need an awakening I need God to stir up some things inside of me so that I can continue with that passion that he's called for me so come on everybody close your eyes just put out your hands like this Holy Spirit I pray you would fill us I pray Holy Spirit you would engage with us Holy Spirit I pray some of us you'd even shake us to not go into 2021 and to settle that we would have a passion, we would have an attitude that says, God, we want everything that you have. And Moses's brother said, no, 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 I don't want those wonderful things, I wanna go back to how it was. We don't want that. So we pray a stirring Holy Spirit to be in us. We don't want the pain of yesterday, we don't want the comfort, we don't want the fear of the unknown, and we definitely don't want our spiritual temperature cause us to settle, to just go halfway. So God, I thank you that you're going to provoke us. Holy Spirit, you're going to uh, uh, cause us to believe for more. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Now, today, maybe you're saying, yeah, Israel, I can relate to that. My spiritual life, I'm just off a little bit. I want to re-engage i want to recommit i want in the beginning of this year i want to say come on i am a christ follower and i've just kind of backed away a little backslid a little bit i'd love to pray with you and for you and it's really easy it's not really that difficult really all it's saying is god i need you jesus come into my heart jesus be my lord and savior forgive me of my past and help direct my future. When we say prayers like that, our life is changed. The Bible talks about calling on the name of the Lord. The Bible talks about if you confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So come on, would you just say this prayer with me? Just say this and repeat it after me. Say, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart, be my Lord and Savior. Holy Spirit, guide me from today on. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, friend, if you just said that prayer, it is life-changing, you aren't settling. You are going to walk in everything that God has for you. In fact, if you said that prayer today, let us know. Right in the comments below. Let us know. I said that prayer. Uh, that, Or you can even email us at info at flourishing.church. We would love to hear from you. If we could get you into a community group, if we can get you a Bible, if we can get you some resources, that is what we're here for. Thank
0: you so much for listening to the Flourishing Church podcast. If you liked this episode, please make sure to share with your family members and friends. If you have any prayer requests, please submit them on our app and website so we can be praying with you and for you. For more information on Flourishing Church, please visit flourishing.church. Tune in next week for another amazing podcast episode. We hope you all have a blessed week.